last night was surprising. Before I knew for sure you would come, I was nervous. Everything was very up in the air, and I didn't want to rest too much hope, put too much certainty on it. I was excited about the possibility, but I did not want to let my excitement crowd out the feelings you were having. I wanted to make sure that we made a decision that would be okay for you too. But once I knew it was happening for sure, I did get very excited. I was ready to be as absolutely 924 as I could be. As much hardcore, down-to-earth 924 as I could bring. But it turned out I didn't really need to do much extra. And a lot of my mental pre-planning sort of went out the window very fast. I love that you called me on the way. I love that you called me on Teams. That, that surprised me. I've never had someone, I've never answered a phone call on Teams before. I liked it. When you called me on Teams and I knew that it would be only a couple of minutes, and I went in and I washed my hands, watched you pull up. I wanted to make sure I didn't touch anything with my hands. I wound up not totally closing my back door because I didn't want to touch the handle. I wanted to try and keep my hands as, as absolutely pure as possible. And then I walked out to the street and I saw where your little Nissan Leaf was parked. And I felt contained. I felt like I don't want this to sound too dramatic. Because it wasn't, like, the worst. It was just kind of a feeling of being caught between stuff. So it felt like I was in purgatory, but like a really, really mild purgatory. Like I was literally just standing in front of my house. But I was just watching you unpack stuff and get ready. And you're already wearing your big respirator. And I had no idea what to do. So I just stood on the side of my street with my very, very clean hands. And there were so many people walking around. That was so weird to me. I felt like Either they shouldn't be there, or at least they should recognize what was going on. The guy who was walking his dog and 
walked right by you. And I was like, he gets to be so close to her. And especially at that point, I thought you were going to have to put on full PPE. I didn't know exactly what yours was going to look like. You said not hazmat suit, but I was still imagining full suit and way more than you wound up having to put on. You brought over my PPE and just kind of tossed it on the side of the street. And I started taking it apart and putting it on in the order that you recommended. Took off my personal face mask, put on the KN95 one that was included with the face mask holder. Put on my face shield and the gloves and the suit. I guess it was the gloves first and then the suit and then the face shield came last. The suit was giving me a lot of problems. By the time I was putting on my suit, you were kind of ready to go. And my brain didn't feel like it was working, really. I didn't feel like I could make decisions or think through things. I just knew what the task list was. You get the PPE, you start putting the stuff on. And so I just started doing it <laughs> in front of my house. I was looking back, looked so dumb, <laughs> I could not stand up straight. Almost fell over a couple of times while I was hopping on one foot. Felt so unfocused, so incapable of thinking through things. And I kept not wanting to take my eyes off you. Like maybe I was going to miss some time from absorbing so much of you and everything about you. Eventually I got everything on. I had no idea what to do with the freezer pack. I was thinking, oh, I have to put this in my freezer. I didn't want to touch anything. Now I have my gloves on. I wound up using paper towels, kind of kicking my door open. But then I got to hug you. I knew I'd get to hug you because you told me that. That, it feels like every time I learned a little more about what we would be able to do, I was shocked. I remember the first time you floated anything to me and you said like, oh, it won't be sexy or anything. We'll be full PPE outdoors. For a while, I never imagined that we would be able to get within six feet of each other. I thought it'd be like a socially distanced hangout. But by the time I figured out that I was going to get to hug you, that you wouldn't have to wear a full hazmat suit, that you could sit in my lap, I don't know what I thought. I don't remember thinking anything at that moment. 
I remember crying a bit. I remember trying to hug you as hard as I could. I don't remember any thoughts. In the backyard, when you finally sat in my lap, that was... warm. I kept worrying about my PPE because the mask that I had kept slipping down a little bit below my nose and the face shield kept riding up a bit above my eyes. So I would readjust and readjust and readjust. sitting in my lap and you nuzzled up into my neck and the scent of your coconut hair filtered up underneath my shield and through my face mask that was wonderful It was so incredibly sweet. And it was so incredibly sexy. I mean, so much of what I'm going to remember is the sexiness. I didn't expect it to be so hot. That's for fucking sure. I thought it would be way more restrained. So much more me whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Like a live version of the podcast. That's how I thought about it. I'll be, it'll be our 924 boyfriend phone calls, but the live version. But we got right in there. I loved how much I could feel of you. You do feel very firm, very tight. All of your body feels so good. Your nipples are so perky. I mean, maybe it's like extra with me, but I can't believe you can ever go out without wearing a bra. Those things must poke through everything. They are wonderful. I kept wanting to stick my tongue out and lick them. I love how much you respond with them. like just kind of gently playing with them with my fingers or even kind of weaving them in between and you would just start to rock back and forth on the chair while I played with them I loved feeling your butt too there were the points where I was kind of cradling you like a baby and there were a lot of awesome positions and things that we got into. But that was one of the early ones, I think. Because then I could kind of hold you up, and I could have one hand on your butt, 
and I could have another hand, another arm kind of around you, cradling you, propping you up with one hand on your chest. Pressing into you, nuzzling against you. I got to do the thing I wanted to do a lot, where I would just tilt my face mask right against you. And that face mask got steamy. I mean, things would get hot and heavy with us, and we would be rocking back and forth, and I would be breathing into it, and I had my hood on, and my hair was soaking wet because of the shower. So I think everything just made my face mask so steamy I could never see you properly. But I could feel you. Rubbing my hands up and down your body, along your back, over your chest. I like going at it from under your little sundress. Because I could touch your pussy a little bit and then move my hand up and grab your breasts and play with your nipples and move my hand back down and touch your pussy a little more and just explore every sensual inch of you. At some point you said, I could grab stuff before, before we hung out. You're like, yeah, you'll be able to touch things. And I was like, oh, awesome, through layers. I get that, I understand that. So I kind of figured, all right, well, she'll be wearing the full PPE garb, but I'll still be able to grab her butt. <clears throat> kind of rub the outside of her pussy, rub her tits a little bit through the PPE. But when I started to actually feel your pussy, and I could hear how wet you were, I couldn't believe how lucky I felt. And I would get into it and rub it, and you would rock back and forth on me. And then it'd be, okay, 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 we don't need to, Emily doesn't need to come right now. Fair enough. I don't want to make you uncomfortable here. But then after a little bit, I try again. Emily doesn't need to come right now. Okay. Understandable. But I think I just liked teasing you, having you tease me back. Rubbing more and more, switching positions, have you pretend to ride me, get down on your knees, and get your masked PPE-headed face really close to my dick, get back up and straddle me again with those arms, face the other way in what I'm just going to go ahead and call the position, because I have a feeling we'll be employing it. It has, like, perfect access to your tits and your clit. Like, I can fuck you while I'm touching you all over. It's wonderful. That's an excellent position. Good use for a chair with arms. We'll have to make sure we get some chairs without arms, too, but that is a good use for a chair with arms. And then eventually, my fingers would find their way back, touching your clit, until eventually they found your pussy and went inside. You feel surprisingly tight at first. Again, I didn't think I'd be able to get two fingers in right at the beginning. 
but it's amazing how with just a little bit of work, you open right up. And then I would put two fingers in. And I think, okay, she doesn't need too much in and out. Just gently stroking the G spot once you're inside. And then you get close and we'd stop for a bit. And then we'd try again. And I would slowly work my way in. Stroke you from the inside. And eventually I started playing with your nipples too. Oh man, I'm getting hard just reliving it. felt so good when you came and your pussy just contracted around my fingers, drawing them in deeper. I didn't want to take them out. I didn't take them out. I just left them in there until you were ready to go again. second time you liked it even more intense that had a lot more in and out that was a totally different orgasm it was almost quieter while the build-up had been almost rougher but it was so hot watching you come there in my arms two times in a row Imagining doing that to you again and again and again and again. I mean, three times and then a nap, but then again and again and again, and then probably another nap. And then I don't know. That was so sexy. My mask was just drenched by the end of it. Probably not as drenched as your panties, but still quite drenched. I kept switching back and forth between what my favorite part was. The sexiness and the orgasm was wonderful. But the sweetness... The sweetness felt more permanent. More relivable. At some point during the night... I just pictured us doing it in front of a fire pit. Out on warm summer nights. Sitting just far enough away that we were mostly enjoying the dancing flames. And not the heat. Because we would have enough heat to keep each other warm. Hugging and chatting idly sometimes not even having to talk at all. Just nuzzling into each other while we sip nice, cool, sparkling water. And we're able to actually kiss deeply. Looking back now, 
that was probably my favorite emotion. My favorite feeling from the night. It's feeling like the future stretched out in front of us. Like it was so tangible. Wherever it took us. And we could do it together. That's one of the reasons I held it so long. And I kind of thought that we wouldn't get to the haircut. Because, well, a couple of reasons. I didn't, I didn't want you to have to do more work. And I also really, really liked just the hugging. I was worried I was keeping you too long. But the haircut was so precise, so officious, so business. It was almost an otherworldly experience within an otherworldly experience. Not in a bad way. It was like... meeting a very precise wizard. You just got done hearing about how magic exists, how the world is so much bigger and wilder and different from how you ever thought it could be. And then the person who has been explaining the wonders of the world to you starts doing mathematical calculations something very precise and asks you about sums and figures and how your account books are doing. It was surprising. But I also didn't have to do too much, so that helped that. The stark light made it very different, too. It was the only part that took place in relatively bright light. And you had a bunch of good questions for me that I had no idea what the answers were. Like, what number do I want my sides? Or questions I can't even remember now. Things about blending. It was nice in a different way very cared for. Like maybe the first time in a little bit when it felt like there was an adult kind of in charge. I like the haircut. I like feeling a little cooler, both in terms of temperature and just being a cool cat. I like catching sight of myself in mirrors and on Zoom calls. I like more than seeing it, I like rubbing my hand up against it and feeling it. I'm thinking about you 
and your perfectionism. And how much hair there was. There was so much hair. I wound up going out and sweeping a lot of it this morning. But I got a lot of it last night too, so we're good. I'm glad I have so much less now. Even that was almost over too quickly. Every minute I felt like I was keeping you a little too long. And then when we had to start walking out to the car to say goodbye, I felt like I wanted to savor every second of it. I went through my house to get my little bag that had the Tupperware and the codeine in it. And then I walked out and you were waiting for me to hold your hand. That was nice. And we walked out to the car, carried back the presents to my front door, you juggling it around so that you could still hold my hand. And then you took off one of my gloves and gave me the biggest squirt of hand sanitizer I've ever had and said that I could touch your hair. And I know a hand sanitizer only works if you get it dry. So I was waving it around in the air, trying to dry out, trying to evaporate the alcohol. Before I got to play with your hair. Your hair is thick. Soft. Maybe not soft, but smooth, silky. You had it bunched up really nice at the beginning, and I think I mussed it up pretty good by the end. Even while I was playing with it, I was imagining being able to run my fingers through it. When it was nice and long, out of its hair ties. I could smell your hair on my hand after you left. Because even that was over all too soon. And you had to get in your car and drive away. I didn't expect you to turn around. I should have. I should know you well enough by now. But I thought I was going to watch you drive away just in that direction. And instead I got the best direct look at Emily's in-person face I've ever gotten. And that was incredible. Thank you for last night, Emily. I know you did a lot of work to make it happen. And I love you.